Welcome to Table Flipping. I'm actress Taylor Mishak. And I'm writer Alyssa Littman. Join us as we sit down with guests to unpack how the fascinating, messy women of reality TV have shaped our lives. And of course, dish about Bravo, The Bachelor, and everything in between. Thanks Thanks for for listening. Alyssa, the tea is piping hot today. Chaotic energy, you guys. Chaotic. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> Woo! Let's get into the thick of it. What the fuck is happening with Teddy's all-in diet program being absolutely torn apart because these NDAs have expired and there were NDAs to begin with? Please just, you know, do, could you summarize it, please? Okay, so this queen has somehow found a way to turn eating disorders into a Ponzi scheme is what it appears to be. (laughs) Um, uh, Teddy's the worst housewife ever, but now we kind of have to root for her to be on the show so we can see her get ripped to shreds like on the season about all this shit, which is very interesting. Essentially, Mm -hmm. we've seen her do her accountability coaching, um, which turns out to be... Uh, a program where you have to send in pictures of every single thing you're eating, your pictures of your body and your pictures of your weigh-ins every day. And you have to sign an NDA that saying that you won't disclose the food that they are actually telling you to eat. Um, that's Mm. insane. Like I, like whole number one in, in this idea um, I actually know someone who has done this and it, they did it before Teddy was on the housewives. Clearly I have seen them eat the food. So I don't mm. know how an NDA can hold up uh, <laughs> about, you know, I mean, I guess like you could make them sign an NDA as far as something they want to trademark within their company, but that is like right. a red flag. That Or is- some sort of, yeah, if there is a diet or a step-by-step thing, but that's not even, there's so many diets and programs that are like that. That's like, hey, you pay to get this knowledge and they don't have NDAs. It's also like, by the way, if you're doing a really good job with a diet and a program that's like, quote unquote, changing people's lives, you probably want them to tell people about it. Right. Like you don't want them to be like quiet (laughs) because they'd be like, this is so great. Here's what you do. It really worked for me and I enjoy it. And it's the one thing that I've been able to stick with. I mean, like imagine if I was like, I love Barry's boot camp. It's totally changed my body and my strength and everything. But I can't tell you what it is because I had to sign an NDA. Yeah, it is not unlike Scientology. Oh, yeah. It's Um, exactly like Scientology. So apparently, like, not only are these people eating around 500 calories a day, which we can talk about, having to do an hour of cardio every single day, which we can also talk about, but the accountability aspect of this is you have a coach that you text, and that used to be just Teddy back in the day before her, you know, platform expanded. Now they have other coaches. There seems to be a real, like, Nexium shaming aspect, and they threaten to kick you out of the program. I've never heard a business business model where it's like oh you're trying to do something that notoriously has stops and starts and is not a linear like progress progression you you know it's something that you have to learn to implement good habits over the course of your life well we're gonna make you feel super fucking bad every time you make a minor mistake and tell us about it and threaten not to work with you anymore like that's fucking crazy it's so cult-like it's so scary to be threatening people oh god it really freaks me out yeah 
sad. I mean, you guys can check out, you know, the Bravo historian. All these people send in like anonymous screenshots about, you know, literally the coaches shaming them. One girl said that like Teddy sent her a very long text about compromising herself for a man because this girl went out on a date and had you know, like a, just like a hamburger patty with basically nothing on it, but vegetables. And that wasn't allowed in the program. And so Teddy was like very disappointed in her. I mean, I seriously, the person that I know who did this, I watched them eat like soup with no salt in it and like steamed veggies and like an almond for the whole day. And I'd be like, are you okay? Are you going to pass out? And they'd be like, no, no, no. And then this person became afraid to tell the coach, which I think at the time was Teddy, but I can't, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Cause I didn't see the text messages. We were like, are you still doing this? And they were, and they were like, yes, but I'm not actually eating what I'm saying I'm eating. I'm lying about it. I'm like sending pictures. I'm actually buying twice as much food. So I'm like eating what I want to eat and I'm sending pictures of what I'm supposed to be eating um, because I'm scared that they'll yell at me. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> and also, it, it like uh, it's so discouraging to be living in a you know a time where the wellness industry is like at its fucking peak, and we're living in a city with like all of these crazy resources dedicated to health and fitness and wellness and all that. And not all of it is good. Of course, not all of it is good. But to for this to be sort of thriving and like her business to be growing is so discouraging and scary to me because you're like no girl there's so many other options that I I have to be better than this they have to be this is so dark and scary and bad and like if you didn't have some sort of food issue going into this how do you leave without one that's what's bananas yeah for sure I mean like there's this obsession with weight like you have to take a picture of the scale number every single day it seems like And weight is actually not a representation of the way that you want your body to look like muscle actually weighs more than fat. So if you are working out all the time, if you're toning yourself up and strengthening yourself, you can actually redistribute certain things about your body and weigh the same amount or more. Like there's so Mm -hmm. much that's just not getting talked about because apparently Teddy has like no degree in any sort of medical science or nutrition or anything like that. And neither do her coaches. So these are all just kind of like scary bad habits that have worked for these pretty women that they're trying to make people pay them for. And there's just so many better ways to go about this. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to this Instagram account called the nutrition tea. And it's like an anti-diet culture, um, body positive nutritionist who actually seems to have some degrees. And I've been very hard on myself during the pandemic, as far as, you know, what kind of exercise I'm getting and how much weight I'm gaining. And I make jokes about it, but like, it's not, you know, it's not nice to be so mean to yourself. And this account Mm -hmm. does like a really good job of putting things in perspective and telling you like, you can eat things that make you feel happy and still take care of yourself. And so Instead of following Teddy's bullshit, I wanted to encourage everyone to go check this woman out instead. Yeah. Say the name of the, the what's the tag again? The, the Nutrition T. T-E-A. The Nutrition T. Fuck yes. Really I've also good. been learning a lot this week. I've been talking to my friend Georgie, who was our guest for the Too Hot to Handle episode, about like body neutrality. 
uh, which is, you know, like kind of a different branch to something like body positivity. And instead of having to feel a certain way where you're either celebrating or loving something or focusing on the way that a body part looks like just focusing on what your body can do for you and having more of a just neutral mentality about the way things look and make other people what other people are seeing. I'm butchering it. I'm still learning a lot about it, but it was yeah. very it was nice and kind on my heart to talk in that way with that language. It's it hard. felt so foreign to I mean, me. And I was like, this sounds like, great. Yeah, it's so difficult as women I think we are so hard on ourselves and I understand why people would want to sign up for something that's like I can't you know I can't hold myself to do any of the programs I've previously signed up for so I you know I like having some inner human interaction where someone's keeping me accountable but not like that that's crazy you don't Mm -hmm. have to you don't have to like starve yourself and do an hour of cardio every single day no matter what that's not even marathon runners do that there are rest days when you train for a marathon like come on what are we talking about and I think like using the term accountability is so dangerous because we use it a lot in in like the health realm. And I, I talk a lot about like I like working out with friends. I liked going to Barry's boot camp with you or going to Orange Theory with my friend Tyler is like this is to make sure I show up because I'm meeting my friend there. And when you're and when you are being coached physically that you're being held accountable. So you're like having the right form and you're approaching things the right way and you're being healthy. You're not an accountability person who's like making sure that you are doing everything in your power to starve yourself yeah like like, why did your weight go up it's like I don't know sometimes you drink like more water like that doesn't really mean anything you know it's crazy it's crazy very bad also I'm totally laughing at Teddy because this is like just exactly who we thought she was this whole time yeah it checks out we 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 it checks out um, what, God, else? what else happened in the world of reality TV? Okay, so we have we're in a stage where a lot of Real Housewives are renegotiating our contract, their contracts. I shouldn't be the official source of this because I've incorrectly reported several <laughs> things in this arena, but I will barrel through. Uh, we know that Leah uh, has been, you know, publicly said that Bravo was basically snubbing her and trying to fuck her over for her next season, and she's holding out for a higher rate per episode which I'm all about. I think that's so cool. Like like I said last week, she's like so loved. We love her so much. She's clearly going to be a really integral part of this franchise moving forward and hopefully is going to be like this linchpin into new cast members and this new like era of the show and fucking pay her more than fucking $2 an episode or whatever bullshit. Like Bravo's got to make so much money off of Roni stuff. Come on. I also... <laughs> I also saw that she signed with WME recently, so that's only going to help her. Like, I I have a feeling that they'll get it done. Uh, Yeah, and I I agree with you. I think she's really important to the franchise. Um, Speaking of which, the reunion was really interesting, and I feel like we learned a little bit more about the problematic dynamic between Dorinda and Andy on the show, which might be part of the reason why she wasn't necessarily asked back. Did you catch Mm. any of that at all? Like, how she was. Are you talking about the, the, like, uh, Andy saying why are you so upset about Bethany or Tinsley yeah. like you clearly don't know what the fuck is going on we're all okay with this yeah. so for you to act like this is your show and there's been some sort of violation towards you and we're all good over here yeah is annoying to us 
yeah, that is, I think that is, uh, got to be a big factor in this mutual parting of ways that they landed on, uh, because she's acting as though it's her show. She's doing a little Jax Vanderpump moment and he's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, she basically was just like, okay, well, what I've learned is that you can keep things from the show and just lie about it. So I'll do that going forward. And it's like, or you just won't be on the show anymore, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Really crazy. Um, what else? Anything? Oh, Roni uh, Luann being corrected about how she speaks about her arrest and spending time in jail and not prison. I thought that was a nice moment for Luann to be humbled and like sort of take it in stride. And then her shining a light on prison labor and how that's wrong. I, I think yeah. that's great. That is like one of the wokest things I've seen on any of the Housewives franchises. So good for Luann like doing her research. I know. And thank you to whoever that guy from Long Island or whatever who wrote in <laughs> that comment slash question uh, that is like really exactly kind of how, how I felt on the topic where I love like seeing her participate in any kind of like charity or foundation or prison reform and like trying to use what happened to her for good. But it always makes me really uncomfortable because yes. she'll be speaking and be like, listen, I know what the shame of handcuffs and incarceration is like. And it's like, no, girl, you don't. I But I like where you're coming from. So the person who wrote in and was like, listen, please do everything you can to use your platform for good. And like you're always allowed to tell people that you were arrested and you spent one night in jail but you can't tell people you were incarcerated you can't tell people that you spent time in parole you weren't ever on parole yeah um and it's important to know the distinction when it when you're talking about these words and people are looking to you for this topic and that yeah that made me feel so happy especially in a reunion where so i just like sit there cringing the whole time out of fear of what they're going to say further about coronavirus what ramona is going to say about pretty much anything, anything yeah. did you catch what she said i love i love leah because she also beats her own drummer yeah <laughs> yeah that was that was that was not good <laughs> yeah it's just she's like I just don't say words right I just don't say words right I don't know things and at one point she was like and you know what kudos for you and then she looked at Andy and was like is kudos for you is it is that the right is that the right thing and Andy was like yeah sure it's well because in the past you, she Ramona. said kudos and people were like what's oh. kudos I mean Ramona's just an idiot it's hard kudos. to like I don't mean to say that she's like harmless or whatever but she is truly a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah yeah she's she's so 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 dumb um, uh, yeah. What did you think about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion? Um, I don't know. I mean, this whole Lisa Renna bringing up Heather Locklear situation was like a low, unnecessary blow. I feel like that was a step too far, even for Renna. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was just a it was a bummer of an episode. It was sad. <laughs> it was sad. I was personally really sad to find out that. Uh, Tom Girardi didn't get to see his lovely wife Erica as Roxy Hart in Chicago that made me so sad because uh, I just am so weirdly obsessed with their marriage and their relationship and I knew that it would have made him proud yeah um, but coronavirus robbed her of that I also got a real kick out of Garcelle saying 
I am scared of small planes, so I couldn't get on this Gulf Stream to go to New York. Uh, it was a really funny. At first, I was so on board with it because I am also neurotic and have weird fears, as we've discussed. But then it became very clear she just didn't want to go. It's like, don't blame the giant private jet that you were invited on yeah. as the excuse for just not going to New York. I'm excited that Garcelle's coming back next season. I feel like that'll yes. be great for the cast. Shocking. Yeah. I'm shook. I was scared to even say it because I thought I might be wrong. Because, again, I'm really wrong when it comes to this type of news. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, I think the best part of the Beverly Hills reunion was the Gucci ice cubes and the Gucci glass. And I'm just, I mean, that that is like a, that is like... Oh, God, I was going to make a comparison to like the dry brush that caused all these fires on the West Coast. Like, that's how I feel about the house of cards that Dorit is living in and what's going to happen with her money in the future. I mean, we are like 10 seconds away from like a Teresa Judice like tax fraud arrest. It's yeah, it's oh, yeah. It's so extravagant and unnecessary. (laughs) Yeah, these Gucci ice cube molds cost hundreds of dollars like they're not a joke (laughs) it's a it's a commitment uh yeah I think that we're gonna get a headline any day about that exactly house of cards as you say just like collapsing just like going up in flames (laughs) yeah and the and also just on a Dorit note the crazy Medusa braided hair thing why would you do that look for a webcam reunion they like made her do a full 360 and i was like great that back of your hair looks amazing why the fuck would you even (laughs) bother it's insane (laughs) but i did enjoy seeing like her mic pack taped to like the side of her boob yeah it looks so her whole thing looks so uncomfortable and i was like oh god dory you are bananas but Ugh, Gucci ice cubes. Put that on my wish list. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Um, very enjoyable to me. And there's just it's just so there's no reason for it other than to show people that you have money, which is I'm yeah, I'm, I'm sniffing really around for problems. Way. Um, speaking of sniffing around for problems, Ashley <laughs> on Real Houses of Potomac apparently sniffs Michael Darby's underwear, which is insane. <laughs> you don't sniff Mike's underwear? You know, I have been in that position where you're like, this guy is up to no good. And I have definitely gone through many a cell phone at three or four in the morning when someone is asleep before and like texted mm-hmm. my friends and screenshotted things and whatever. I don't know what you're getting out of sniffing an underwear. No, because what would <laughs> what what also is coming in contact directly with the underwear? That's what's confusing to me. I've also never had a good sense of smell. So that cliche of like smelling perfume on a man is something that I know I would never be able to pick up on. And so Tony could just be hooking up with the stinkiest of prostitutes. And I just like <laughs> would not know. And I don't think that sniffing underwear would help. It does seem like a really weird and she really owned it. She was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I sniff his underwear, and I've been doing it for years. It's like, girl, what the fuck? That's so strange. Honestly, I kind of like seeing that side of her because I feel like up until this point, we've gotten this Ashley who's like, no, it's good. It's something, it's like Australian. Like, you guys don't get it. You know, it's all good. Stop making so much, like, so many problems out of his bizarre behavior. And now to finally see that she's like, I read text messages, I read emails, I sniff underwear. I'm like, oh, okay. So she is exhausted and she's putting the work in. Yeah. And it seems like in this preview for the upcoming episode, we're getting this like, oh, now actually I want to tell you guys that I've had an open marriage. 
Um, which does not sit well with me because, first of all, open marriage is getting a really bad rap on Bravo in general with mm-hmm. our whole Denise Richards open marriage debacle and now this. Like, it really, like, can't be some sort of last-ditch excuse or weird effort that you're making. Like, there's people with real healthy open marriages that are functioning way better than these people, and it's a shitty, really, thing to lean on, but... I don't know. The sniffing the underwear really weirded me out. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I feel like there would be smells in there regardless. So I don't know, like, what smells you're looking for. And then you're also just, like, putting someone's butt up to your nose all the time. So that's no good. That's oh no good for me. Um, we Ew. got to see T'Challa poop right in the toilet again, which was exciting. It's thrilling every time we see it, honestly. Oh, my God. I The only thing I love more than T'Challa now is just, like, how scared Chris, Monique's husband, is. <laughs> Of T'Challa, and he's always like, I don't fuck with that bird, man. And she'll be like, please just say good morning to him. Like, if you just talk to him, your relationship will be better. And he'll be like, fuck no, dude. I'm just like, I really can't handle this bird. And he's a full-blown NFL player. I can't get over it. (laughs) But he's so, he like knows his place. He's like, this bird can like stir some shit up. Oh, I love it. Uh, Question for you as a bird lover. Do you Mm -hmm. not find it a little gross that the bird lands on the side of the toilet? which has bacteria on it and then lands on her shoulder. Oh, that is gross. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that that is gross. I say some really weird ass things about my relationships with birds in today's interview, but I will say wholeheartedly that the, the bird interacting with the toilet is weird. Cause anytime I've had a bird, it's more <laughs> normal. Yeah. It's more normal bird girl shit. Uh, where they have a cage and a playground and then they would like come sit on me. Maybe they'd walk on the ground Uh, One time I lost my bird in the Christmas tree for like four hours. Um, but the they bird are never by toilets. With you is just the gift that keeps on giving. I don't know how he didn't immediately tell that story first. That's so fucking crazy. That's just well, the funniest <laughs> sentence ever. I lost my bird in the Christmas tree for four hours. <laughs> oh my god! I eventually just had to like sit on the couch and just like wait for him to come out because it was like I couldn't. I wasn't. What was I gonna do? And he really got himself in there and was tweeting. And I was like, all right, I'll just like throw on some shows until I see him at some point come out. And he did. But that is a lot more sanitary than sitting on a toilet. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to send you. I saw this thing and I wasn't sure if you would enjoy it. And now I'm going to send it to you. It's a bird that's the same color as a bunch of mangoes. And somebody tweeted he's <laughs> undercover. And it took me so long to find this bird. Maybe we could post it on Instagram. Oh, I feel please. like that's, that's the vibe of your Christmas tree bird. That's yes. so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Should we t- should we touch on Dancing with the Stars really quick? Oh, please. How could we not? I just I have never watched a full episode of Dancing with the Stars. And this was so exciting to me. I also had no idea what's going on because I don't really totally understand the rules or me the neither. structure of the show. And and they're just talking to us like we they assume we are. It feels like I've been living under a rock when I started watching it. I have so many thoughts. First and foremost, I'm really, really happy to see Tyra on TV. Me too. She is the fucking best. She's yes. do, like fucking nailing it. And I love that she can't get one sentence 
like with normal inflection <laughs> and just it. like average delivery out to save her life. She'll just be like, so tell us, Chriselle, I know that you've been working in real estate, which is crazy, but what does it feel like now to be dancing? I know. And I we'll love like it. always like add like a spooky inflection on some random word. Yeah. She'll be like, your, your smize, darling. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> the energy she has and she's bringing it to the show and she keeps it moving. Thank you, Tyra. I love you. I love you. She's uh, the best. And then you as our resident, as I am the resident bird expert, you're the resident <laughs> dance expert. What did you think of the dancing? So I have not done partner dancing, which is what they're doing on Dancing with the Stars. Um, I'm more of like a so you can so you think you can dance girl because I've done those mm -hmm. kinds of dances. So there's different rules at play. Uh, I do know a couple things about like keeping your shoulders back and keeping your lines long and turn, you know, when they were talking to Chriselle about turning out your foot and pointing and all of that kind of stuff. I get that. Mm -hmm. Um I do. It appears to me that the show is a little bit gendered in the sense that it seems easier to compete as a male uh, dancer because you're sort of you're sort mm -hmm. of supporting a lot of the like fancy things that the girls are doing. Um, yeah, and our our audience eye at least goes to the woman typically who's just like a professional dancer and is unbelievable. Yeah. So afterwards, I'll be like, I actually don't know how well Nelly danced. I was barely looking at him. <laughs> I and did believe love me, Nelly, I was though. looking at Nelly. <laughs> he was so good. First of all, so the, the his dance partner was like living her dreams. I mean, she was like shaking yeah. her ass like like fucking her life depended on it and I was like good for this girl <laughs> I really I'm so happy for her being his partner to be honest with you but he was so sweet and he smiled the whole time and he seemed to be having a really good time and you know the second he got in the studio he was like I can do a backflip when can we put that in <laughs> um, I want These him to win women. I think he's great oh I think I would be very happy if he won the women who are the professional dancers are so unbelievably stunning yeah. and so, 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 so talented. And then wearing these spectacular costumes and their hair and makeup is on point. I would never in a trillion years let Tony on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> uh, like, oh, yeah. you're going to go partner with these girls for no, hell no. And then just as I was thinking that <laughs> when they handed the microphone to Neve, he was like, I know. I know that she's beautiful, but I but don't worry about anything, honey. I love my wife more than ever. And I was like, oh, my God, I would murder my husband if he did that to me on live TV. It was so Ben Affleck thanking Jennifer Gardner for the work that is their marriage at the Golden Globes. Oh do you God. remember that? <laughs> no, it's I just don't. Like the but most you clearly awful. do. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a there's like a speech where Ben won for like Argo or something. And he was like, and the last thing I want to say is um, to my wife man marriage is a lot of work um and i there's no one i'd rather work as hard with on it for this working hard marriage than with you i guess and it was so uncomfortable and they divorced or they announced their separation like two months later but this i was like just thinking about how crazy it would be to have your partner or your spouse go on this show because it's like such a sexual and like intimate thing uh, and he was like, don't worry about, don't worry about how beautiful she is. It's like, well, now I'm definitely worried about it and I'm embarrassed. 
Yeah, so thank yeah, you. For sure. Uh, <sighs> that's that's problematic. On the flip side, I was like, please let Chriselle fuck this guy. I would love yes, if she can yes, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the women on the show, all of the women, I'm like, get it, girl. Yeah. And then all the guys, I'm like, oh my God, they're wives. Stop. I'm very, I'm I'm awful. I'm a bad person. Who was your boss? My brain functions. Charles Oakley was very sad. Mike felt so bad for him. He could barely watch. Um, I did too. I couldn't, I couldn't keep watching. I think he's cute. Like I had friends text me that he was like really darling and one of their favorites but I was I thought it was too much on the end of painful for me so I I closed my eyes but then he must have been watching Carol Baskin like thank god this scary cat bitch is here because I need someone below me please Carol Baskin how do we how did we feel how did we feel I feel like her dance partner was like I have to spend a lot of time in a room by myself with this woman and I just pray to God she doesn't murder me. <laughs> yeah, he was openly petrified. He was even he was like, when I found out that Carol was my partner, I was um, shocked. <laughs> he was he was like, and I love that Tyra was like, we all fell wonderfully in a what did she say? Instead of like she captured our hearts. Oh, she was like she captured all of our fascinations really (laughs) like there was no language that was like very pro carol which is interesting because they're giving her this like insane platform but i will say part of me just like as a woman was like fuck yes carol baskin who is just like one of the older ones of the bunch maybe a little less in shape than the other ladies and just like came in smiling ready to fucking do it and she gave it her all she was terrible but she gave it her all, and, and I like yeah. that. And then I remember that she is, you know, probably a, a murderer, and there is an open <laughs> investigation, and I feel very weird about that. I feel weird that I'm okay watching her. I feel weird that this is, like, such a 2020 phenomena, I think. Like, it's, 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 I don't know. It made me feel good that she probably, in retrospect, will look at this and be like, look at this really fun tiger cat performance that I got to do like there was a big neon tiger on the screen she danced to eye of the tiger she wore a tiger costume there was tiger lights like that's fun for her it's like playing dress up to the ultimate degree so Mm. good for her and if that's all she gets out of this I think it's I think it's fine and everyone can feel fine about it and then we'll forget about her next year (laughs) yeah 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 it's true Anyway, anything else or should we get into our insane interview that we have this week? (laughs) Let's get into the insane interview, you guys. It is so weird and insane and I'll admit gross, but I'm like so proud of it. I think it's so fun to do something that's just like a little uh, disgusting. And that (laughs) brings me to the intro of this week's episode is uh, focusing on the show TLC's My Strange Addiction. If you haven't seen it, you don't need to. We do a pretty decent recap and our guest is the hilarious stand-up comedian Gabby Lamb. Uh, I've been wanting to get her on for a while and she's like obsessed with this show so it's really fun to talk to her about it and I hope you guys enjoy. My name's Adele. I'm 30 years old. I'm from Bradenton, Florida and my addiction is eating couch cushions. All right, you guys, I am super, super pumped because we have just the most fucking hilarious and fabulous guest today who is an unbelievable stand-up comedian and also an unfairly talented painter and artist. So just like the multi-talented aspect of everything about you is very offensive to me. I'm consumed with jealousy. We have Gabby (laughs) Lamb. (laughs) 
<laughs> here today to record with us. And she started off the interview by saying, wait, I forgot my vitamins and has been taking <laughs> vitamins. And vitamins, let me, for listeners who can't see, is not a euphemism. Or it's, it's just fully actual vitamins, just like bottles after bottles. So she's healthy as fuck and she's here to make us laugh. Hi, Gabby. Hi, honey. I have so many vitamins. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) speaking of, uh, I don't know, addictions, I guess, you're here to Mm -hmm. talk to us about TLC's My Strange Addiction. Oh my God. A top, top five favorite shows of all time as I'm taking a bunch of vitamins. I think I'm addicted to taking vitamins. I swear to God. That makes sense. I swear. Oh my God. I like, I'll go to, you know, like, um, like Whole Foods or something and I'll walk down the vitamin section and I, my head starts spinning and I'm like, I have to get out of this aisle or I will buy every single fucking vitamin. What are, we, like, what are the vitamins doing? Yeah. What, are we, what are we trying to improve in our body? <laughs> I, I truly don't even know. Like somebody, <laughs> like I'll hear somebody talking about like a vitamin they take and I'm like, I have, I guess I have to take that now. Like if anybody's like, I need extra vitamin D. I'm like, I, I guess I have to, I have to take vitamin D now. So I just, I have like a bunch of stuff that I've just heard people talk about. Ginkgo biloba, it's supposed to be good for your brain. Fish oil, oh, vitamin yeah. D, B12, vaginal probiotics. I mean, all of it. That all sounds great and necessary. I, yeah. I'm not worried about any of that. I feel like there's, you know, I was afraid you were doing vitamin FOMO where it's like not everyone needs the same ones. So what are we doing? <laughs> Honestly, I should get blood tested, but, you know, because I, I don't know if I'm like taking too much of a certain thing. Like I take a lot of biotin, like too much biotin. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and the beauty one. That's the hair, skin, and nails one too. I yeah. do that too. Mm-hmm. Overdose on biotin, and then I heard recently like it's bad for your skin if you take too much. And I'm like, oh, I'm taking at least seven pills of it a day. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to say something that's gonna fuck up your whole worldview? Yeah, I do. I do. I listened to this podcast where they talked about how Goop, and then also like Alex Jones, that that fucking crazy person, and yeah. and uh, Moon Juice, they all source their supplements from the same company (gasps) and it's all just packaged differently for like men and women I know and I was like I'm saving so much money by knowing this oh my god (laughs) goop and Alex Jones of like red flags Alex Jones or whatever the fuck he sells vitamins yeah he sells like (laughs) vitamins for like strong men and then Gwyneth Paltrow's out here like selling vitamins for like beautiful skin and it's like all the same same thing it's the same thing it's just marketing but the ones you're taking they sound they sound like they're actually doing stuff so that's good good for you what if I what if I was like oh I bought all of these from Alex Jones's website (laughs) (laughs) like let's this is going to be a way different conversation than I oh, anticipated. Let's unpack that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So finally, I have a place to talk about it. <laughs> so tell us, okay, so if, if someone doesn't know, which everybody should, about My Strange Addiction, how would you describe this show? And tell us also how you, like, discovered it. Okay, I honestly, okay, describe the show. I don't know how I discovered it. I honestly have no idea um i'm obsessed with tlc because they have like the craziest fucking show like shows that like maybe shouldn't exist and are like kind of problematic mm-hmm. but they exist and you're like i have to watch this um i and what is it it's a, you know it's a show about people that are addicted to the most bizarre and honestly like kind of darkest things and like the people on the show that like 
are addicted to these things you're like oh this is like actually trauma (laughs) you've you've been through something and now you're dealing with it by eating drywall like it's very strange yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. Alyssa hasn't, and I'm sure some listeners have hasn't seen any part of this show. So That's let's be clear: eating drywall is an actual strange addiction. You would be shocked what these people are addicted to eating. I think one of my favorites is a woman who eats her couch, like it's just eating her couch, like piece by piece. <laughs> Alyssa's dying. <laughs> Alyssa, you got to get on it. It's, it's so fucked up. Um, it makes you feel a lot better. Like when I got, when I got sober, I was like, Oh my God, do I, I I have a problem. And then I watched the show and I was like, Oh, Oh no. Now this is a fucking problem. (laughs) Like I think I'll make it somehow. Yeah. Right. Right. I think I can be a lot lower. I think I know. And that's also so fucked up when you start like comparing like the, like yourself to the worst, but you're like, well, at least I don't drink pig's blood. Like I might just like drink too much beer, but at least it's not fucking pig's blood. Well, I was going to ask you because sometimes, you know, there's like a sliding scale with all different kinds of reality TV and, you know, everyone's sense of humor and how mean they are is like, (laughs) it's like a little different. People have different tolerances for things. And sometimes these Mm -hmm. TLC shows seem like very sad to me. So I was going to ask like what you were getting out of them. But then again, last week we talked about The Simple Life and I was like hysterically laughing that Paris Hilton got stomped on after she got thrown off a horse and had to be like flown in an emergency helicopter to a hospital. So I can't really say that like, it's, it's like, I don't understand how you can laugh in this situation. I just wanted to hear like what you're getting out of it humor wise. That's so funny. Honestly, that's such a good question. Like, yeah, like there is such a tolerance with these kinds of things. Cause like what I, like, I have a very high tolerance for like, like what I, like, you know, what I find fucked up. Right. So like, I, <laughs> I laugh at a lot of really, I, I can just watch a lot of really terrible things and be like, that's not that bad. Um, which I, which I realize is a problem, but what am I getting out of it? I, it, it's like that shock value, you know, it's something that's like so fucked up that you like, can't not watch. And like, when, like, I like watching extra fucked up things just cause I'm like, there's no way that people are this wild. And then they are, and it blows my mind every fucking time. <laughs> so it's, it's like a train wreck or something. You can't look away. Yeah. That yeah, and sense. it's just, it's so bizarre, like, the things that people, I don't know if it, like, I, I don't know if this is, like, a, like, a deeper psychological thing, like, if it says something about me, but it's, like, yeah, there's something about, like, watching people that are into really bizarre things, you're, like, no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. You there's know? there. They're really good too at when I first saw it, I think it truly was just like on in high school maybe. And mm-hmm. the episode will start by previewing like the two people that they're profiling. It's like a little documentary about them. And the, they'll just come right out and say what the crazy thing is. And it'll be like, I eat my couch. And another one that's like, I am addicted to coffee enemas. And you're yeah. like, first of all, I want, I need to know why. Like right. I have to stick around because I want to see this person get interviewed. Like there's no part of me that's like, oh my God, I'm turning that off. New channel. Absolutely. I, I just like have to know. And then these people across the board are pretty open to being filmed. They're just like, yeah, so right. I take this piece of the couch, I rip it off. 
I usually dunk it in water and then I put it in my mouth and I chew it. They're like walking you through how they eat their couch or how they have a coffee. Like literally the family that was addicted to taking coffee enemas had the camera go into the bathroom with them and like showed them shoving this coffee tube up their buttholes. Mm -hmm. And they're just really open about it. And then the end of the episode, much like hoarders, they will have either a doctor or some sort of therapist be like, hey, your intestines are filled with couch. And, they, and then they'll be like, I'll, I'll stop doing it. And there's always a title card at the end that's like, Taylor did not stop eating the couch. It's always. Like, always. Always. These people never stop, Alyssa. They never stop. But the okay. structure of the episode is genius because you're like, I have to know. I need to know more Did about this person. Help? I really yeah. thought it was going to be sad, but hearing you guys pitch it to me, it sounds fucking hilarious. I love it. it. I like love the detail of dunking the water in the couch. <laughs> like, it's bad enough that you eat the couch and you're, you're – not ashamed of yourself <laughs> <laughs> they don't it, the funniest to me it always really fucks me up how like then they'll go to see a doctor and the doctor will be like your liver can't take you drinking any more nail polish and like sometimes they're genuinely like wait what are you talking about and like they'll start crying and you're like yes you're drinking fucking nail polish what do you think was gonna happen yes <laughs> is there People is there one where a woman just can only eat cheesy potatoes? Is that one? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to take this into a real dark <laughs> yeah. section. A lot of this eating mouth stuff seems to be some sort of like sexual trauma. Yeah. Like, is that where this goes? It's so hard to like ask these questions, but I got to ask them. Possibly. A lot of it seems like it does stem from some like deep, like either abandonment issues or something that happened, you know, to them as children. Like it does like that is like the dark part of it. Yeah. Like, oh, this is this is because of something terrible that happened to you. But for sure. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, do they do they ever really get into like why they do it? Well, some of them. So one of the more famous ones is remember, this is really dark and fucked up, but it was a woman who was addicted to eating her husband's ashes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. And she would like, like have little baggies of it and just like munch on it. Yeah. That's so it was this woman. Right yeah. That's what people are saying. So her family was like, Yes, we're concerned about her eating the ashes, of course, but we're more concerned even with what a precarious situation this is because she's going to run out of ashes. Oh so what is going to happen to her when she's not doing this? And she and her logic was so like, I know it's weird, but I like miss him and this makes me feel good. And so it's so sad and dark. And then the therapist and the doctors who were talking to her, first of all, doctors were like, this is the most unhealthy thing you could do. Like, <laughs> honestly, you would probably be better off drinking nail polish remover than eating another human's like. Yeah, I was gonna say, what does that do to you? Bad shit, Alyssa. Bad shit. Clogs, clogs, clogs you up. Imagine <laughs> just eating uh -huh. human dust. Do you gain so weight from doing that? It, if you're this gonna show, eat your husband's ashes. I want it to be like a colonic, at least. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite i like some of them are so funny because they, they aren't like the weird ones that aren't even about eating like there's one girl that's like just addicted to taxidermy and she just like sits around taxidermy yeah. everything wow that, and like yeah. or the ones that are like the funniest ones to me are the people that are like in like long-term like marriages 
and the spouse just like puts up with them and they're like yeah she just fucking eats deodorant i guess and she's like i love my deodorant and everybody just kind of like moves like navigates around this bizarre fucking thing it is really upsetting to me though when a woman will be like i am addicted to licking my cat and i have a boyfriend yeah I was going to say it's like aspirational that someone who eats deodorant can get, you know, be married. Like there's someone for everyone sort of thing. The amount of times that I think about that where I'm like, well, there's people eating out like out here eating fucking deodorant getting married. So like, I'm sure I can find somebody eventually. It's, it's tough for me when I'm watching with like all of my amazing single friends in my life. And then I'm just watching like a woman. I'm not kidding. This woman licks her cat with her own tongue and she went to the doctor and had full fur balls in her belly like full so fur balls up yeah and like has a boyfriend so it's like how are so many of my friends single <laughs> when, this when there's a woman licking her cat in front of her boyfriend it's like they all know too it's not like they're in the dark about it no they're they're all for it and then they're just like i know it's bad for her but it's just how she is it's like what yeah, right. What? Also makes what? me feel like I'm gonna eat whatever the fuck I want for the rest of my life. It does <laughs> blow me away. Like watching that show, it blows me away. Like how resilient like yeah. the human body is for so long. Like people are addicted to these things for years. Like there was a woman who was like addicted to uh, bathing in bleach, and it's like she did it for years. And it's like how how did your skin like not dissolve? Like how how long does it take to get severely fucked up from this stuff? How, Remember, how do you ble- bathe in bleach? Like she just poured bleach in the bathtub and got in it and it, yeah. and it didn't, I mean, ouch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's it's people wild. who eat, there was a woman who ate laundry detergent every day. Like how like, do you survive for years? How, yeah. How do you live? I want to read. Okay. So I looked up the top 10, uh, and oh my God, you weren't joking about blood drinker. The woman, that is the one that, that, oh my fucking God, that one, I think I've seen that episode at least five times. The woman that's addicted to drinking blood. What kind of blood? How does she get it? Human, human blood. Okay. It's so fucked up. So she's addicted to human blood, but like she has to supplement it because obviously people aren't like, let me, like she doesn't have like human blood readily available. So she'll go out and buy gallons and gallons of pig's blood and like drink it in a wine glass. It's (gasps) so fucked up. And she has like two sources of like humans that are like yeah we're really into this too so like she'll go over to like this guy's house and like cut the like cut him a little bit and she'll like suck on his skin and he's into it it's so fucked up (laughs) it's so fucked up what okay well that lady's just a vampire I'm like, I'm like getting hot. I'm like so nervous thinking about it. It grosses me out I so know. much. I all I'm thinking about is like AIDS and the coronavirus. I mean, right. that's like a, a very fast way to get a virus from pig's blood. I mean, to- to- totally. I, I, I'm like speechless. Yeah, how that's do you even make it sa- like? I know we're talking about people who eat drywall and detergent, so this is a dumb question. But even like making blood remotely sanitary, you can't do it. Like you can't like boil it or something like the it's the worst possible thing next to maybe it's, human ashes or or poop or eating poop or it's eating poop or eating poop that one was so wild because she like <laughs> she went to the doctor and the doctor was like you know like you are putting yourself at high risk 
for HIV or blood diseases. And she was like, what? And it was like, what do you mean? What? What do you think is going to happen? And she was like, that's not true. What? Wait, to the poop one? No, 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 to the blood. Oh, to the blood one. I was like, blood? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I was like, poop? There's a bunch of other stuff too. I mean, (laughs) like, the the coli. (laughs) I think you would die if you were like eating poop. But honestly, this show showed me that it takes a lot to die from doing crazy shit. So I don't know. Yeah. There's also there in, in the top 10 list, there's two that have to do with dolls. One being a woman who collects dolls and is only friends with dolls, which we'll just leave that there. And then the other one is a woman. (laughs) (laughs) The other one is a woman who has one doll and she is addicted to smelling its head Mm -hmm. So she brings the doll everywhere and then we'll just like huff it. Yes. And that's something she she has a boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I love that that's what you remember out of all these situations. Like every time. (laughs) She has a boyfriend. So yeah, there's some that aren't necessarily eating. Oh, this one is weird because I'm the first person to, I never like kink shaming really. Like I think Mm -hmm. it's mean. But <laughs> oh, yeah. you're on the wrong podcast, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's trying to keep her image as someone who enjoys milking up is what she's I trying enjoy to say. sex. <laughs> I there's one woman who is, and not that I get this at all, but I know it's a big community. She's addicted to her furry costume. Right, right. So she wears it everywhere she goes. Like oh, is and is it like this big furry bunny? Easter sort of vibed costume and she wears it everywhere she goes out in public. She's addicted to it. It's really, truly bizarre. I mean, and yeah, not to kink shame because it's like, do whatever you want behind fucking closed doors and give a fuck. But like walking around, like that, that is just so strange. It's so weird. What are you, what do you want from the world to, yeah, to like, are you, you go buy your groceries in that? Yeah. It's just inconvenient too. Like this is what I think about. (laughs) Life is so hard and I don't want to do like regular (laughs) shit. And so to bring myself to put on a full Easter bunny outfit to go pick out like pasta or vegetables or whatever the fuck. And then you have to imagine like kids are running up to this person thinking it's the Easter bunny and she has to explain either that it's a sex thing or that she pretends to be the Easter bunny. I don't know. It, that's just, it seems like such a hassle. There's so many other things you could do that are enjoyable. Yeah. All these things take up a lot of energy. Like I take up these people's times and and energy times take up these people's times, but it's like, yeah. How do you get through the day, man? Also, all of the ones you've referenced, Gabby are real. Like the, the, one of the ones on the list is drinks, nail polish. How do you even drink? You have to like throw it back. Yeah, it's so syrupy. What's so? What's also so fucked up? There's the one woman who's addicted to eating makeup, and she just like she buys so much makeup. You know, she'll like go to like Rite Aid and go to the makeup aisle and just be like, "I want this palette today and tomorrow. I'm gonna get this palette." And then she talks about how it all has different flavors. (laughs) You know, so she'll be like eating her like little eyeshadow palette, and she's like, "Mm, "This one has a certain little distinction," and you're like, "What the fuck?" As if it's gourmet. Yeah. This oh my makes god. Me concerned that people are treating Sephora like a buffet and yes! no amount of spraying any samples with alcohol can protect my eyes from someone licking the palettes. 
funny. Oh god. This reminds me of like the I I like I like to listen to a lot of like true crime podcasts and whenever they describe a really really gruesome murder, like I can't help but my face gets like kind of contorted and fucked up because I'm just like so weirded out by what I'm hearing. And I first of all love that anyone listening to this episode is doing that this whole episode. Like you you can, you like just crinkle your nose and you're like, "What? Oh my god, like at everything that we're describing, which I love. I like that we're viscerally disgusting people. Oh yeah. Carrying my husband's urn is one, uh, eating my husband's ashes, eating drywall. Uh, Oh, uh, people are addicted to tanning. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we see people like that all over our city. I'll tell you that. What's like the most reasonable, like the one that you could get behind most easily. Like, cause I'll be honest and say coffee enemas doesn't seem so crazy to me. People pay for that. Yeah. No, I watched the episode and I was like, should I do a coffee enema? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's not so bad. I, I don't know. Like, I guess addicted to tanning. I, I mean, like, it gets pretty bad, but I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, that one I can, like, yeah, you, understand a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. There's a boob one, too, where a woman is addicted to, like, augmenting her boobs, which is, like, a lot of what we see on that e-show, Botched. Um, yeah. But I could I see that. I get it. Uh, like, why you would be addicted to... I don't know, boobs. <laughs> right. Or like addicted to plastic surgery. You know, there are those ones. Yes. Like, yeah, it's like more normalized. I get like, there's, you know, I don't know. That's, it's fine, I guess. Yeah. It's hard to be like, oh, this person is addicted to tanning and this person is addicted to drinking human blood. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's the one, do you remember the one of the guy who was like addicted? I think it was a man. He was addicted to like, like pool toys and his house oh, yes. was just like <laughs> and he would it it is so bizarrely sexual too because they'll just like like mount the pool toys and then like be like softly rubbing them and he's like I just love the way it feels in my body and you're like what? and they like each have like little personalities and he's like this is the one I like to be with at night and this is the one I like to drink coffee with and it's like these are pool toys best oh one God. best I can't believe we haven't mentioned that yet we'll for sure put it on the Instagram he is fully in relationships with and like has an extended family of blow up pool toys and they all have like seats at his like dining table it'll be like one just like blow up dragon and then like a blow up killer whale and then he was like drinking a soda and the dragon like kind of moved because of the air conditioning and he was like stop it susan always trying to get my coca-cola and you're like no and it all they're so sassy they always have a title card that's like evan has a tough time making human friends and you're like yeah no shit i hope they're sassy the producers are in there like the bulldogs are covered in semen (laughs) that was my other question what do you think watching all of this like i i am blown away by first of all how, how does tlc train any of their camera crew I'm talking My Strange Addiction, 90 Day Fiance. How do they train? Because they're like, you're going to be doing the wildest shit. Make sure you capture it. Don't get involved. All these people need help. You're not allowed to give it. And these cameramen like must see. We're seeing the edited version, you guys. Like, what the fuck? How does how does somebody just like hold the camera while this person's like, so I take this part of the drywall and I rip it off and then I start crunching it like a piece of pizza. <laughs> And yeah, how are they not laughing or like, it's just shit they must see. They're, they have to be dead inside. I once watched, oh God, this is so terrible. I once watched a nature documentary 
Uh, and it was like really nice the whole time. And, um, there was nothing like too sad or too icky, like with bugs or anything. And then you get to the last piece of the documentary where they've been staying in this little hut where there's like no electricity to like be on this island where walruses mate and they're so excited and they wake up in the morning and their whole thing is surrounded by walruses, right? Like walruses for as far as the eye can see. And then they're like filming and this is the moment. It's so awesome. And then all of a sudden they start seeing the walruses like climb up to the top of the rocky cliff and they're like, huh, I wonder how they get down from there. And then they watch the walruses throw themselves off the cliff. (gasps) And then they're like, oh my God, because of global warming, they think it's an iceberg and it's not an iceberg. It's just a mountain rock. And they don't know and they're not learning from each other. And you just watch them all like have to film that are essentially like committing suicide in front of them, but they have to get it for the documentary. And that's how I think the crew of these shows feels about everything. A thousand percent. That's terrible. That's it. They're like, we can't interfere. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I have to ask what if you guys had one, what would be or if you do have one, your strange addiction. Besides taking a thousand vitamins. Um, <laughs> unnecessarily so. Okay, like, are we making one up? Like, what would I want my addiction to be? Or do, like, do I have something that I do that's kind of weird? Have something that you do that's kind of weird. It doesn't have okay. to be crazy. But some, that's something that you just do habitually, and it's like, this is kind of weird. I know, I know one that I've recently discovered of mine that's kind of weird. Okay. That you want to go first? I just thought of mine. Gross, I guess. Well, I'll yeah. do mine first so then we don't dwell on it, and then we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, uh, I got a dog this year, Fredo, and I, like, love him so much, and I kiss him so much. I, like, always take a little sniff of his, like, front paws. I like will smell his paws, which is objectively disgusting. It's and not I don't that do, weird. I don't do, but I do like I, every morning I'll be like, oh, a little pause. And I take like a big sniff of the pause. And it's, it's like, if anybody saw me doing this, I do know it's weird and gross. So I do think that that's, <laughs> <laughs> and I do it every day and I'm not stopping. So, so you're addic- you are addicted. I'm addicted guess, to yeah. smelling my dog's paws. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That could, that, yeah, that's an addiction. Thank you. And Gabby, your turn. (laughs) (laughs) You know, mine is honestly, I thought yours was going to be like a lot grosser. Um, Mine's pretty gross. If we want to get real gross. Um, I would say it's honestly so embarrassing. And I always (laughs) hope that people don't notice this, but I'm sure they do. And they're like, what the fuck is this bitch up to? I am addicted to, and it's something I do regularly that I've done like since I was little. I'm so sorry, guys popping my pimples and then wiping them on the mirror and leaving it there. No! 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 It's so gross! What do you what do you mean no one would notice if you're I leaving like, it I'm there? Like, I hope nobody notices that that's what that is, but it's like hard. like my best friend knows it and she'll come into my she'll like I, I like do it in my rear view mirror in my car and she'll like get into my car and she'll be like this is fucking disgusting and you need to stop this and I'm like I'm addicted I can't if it makes you feel any better I when I was really little I would do that with boogers I still do that with boogers as well yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I, wish had, I once had a boyfriend who would wipe his boogers on the side of his car seat or like mm-hmm. in the car, you know, like the mm-hmm. driver's side. And I yes. once opened the door and I saw all the boogers on the side of the car seat and I was like, I have to get out of this relationship now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so disgusting. Disgusting. I do that too. It's disgusting. And I'm like, I hope nobody ever figures this out. And now people will hear this. Just get your car clean yes. like once in a while. That's all. You know, look, it's fine. Everyone does it to a certain extent, but just don't leave it there to like bake into the fabric. That's yeah. Um, right. It's like do what you gotta do. I misunderstood the question. Oh, I th- I, I was gonna say mine as a uh, barbecue chips, but that's not <laughs> anything. That's not so bad. Alyssa, I you're fired. Eat barbecue <laughs> chips for every single meal and never be unhappy. It's the only thing that that's makes me happy anymore. Honestly, so innocent. It's innocent. You're it's beautifully fired. Innocent. <laughs> oh, okay, boy. so Alyssa's not fucked up. Alyssa doesn't need therapy. I'm sure I have a grosser thing because I do a lot of gross things. Uh, But that was just like one I thought about today when I was thinking about my strange addiction. In general, smells of pets too. Like I used to have birds and I love the smell of their breath. I loved the smell of bird breath. Interesting. I did. I grew up with a lot of birds because my parents didn't like cats or dogs. So whenever I would see one of my birds yawn, I would literally run over and try to smell it. That's so no, weird, Taylor. So Why are you like this? What happened to Run you? Over to it. Let's do an episode of My Strange Addiction right now. Okay. The more that I learn about Taylor's relationship with birds, the more weird it gets. <laughs> okay, barbecue chip bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm addicted to barbecue chips. How cute and not weird is Alyssa? <laughs> Like weird I don't know I can't think of anything I can't like write unless I clip my toenails that's not weird though that's not really you can't write unless you do so you clip clip your toenails every day to write pretty much yeah <laughs> that's so weird but I think Wait, that's just yeah, procrastinating I don't know is it weird I guess maybe I don't know what's weird and what's normal <laughs> but like how short are your toenails did you are you like they're bad all the way they're, down now yeah they're like really bad yeah, yeah. Alyssa writes ah! every single day that's crazy <laughs> they're like okay. really like, like I'll be, nubs. yeah, I'll be sitting down to like <laughs> type the document and I'll be like, hmm, I've cleaned everything in here. My toenails are really bothering me. Maybe I should just clip them real fast. <laughs> so they that's never so grow. Weird. It's terrible. It's really bad. Oh, uh, I'm glad we got oh. there. I'm glad we uncovered something that is, in fact, very strange. <laughs> <laughs> and then I vacuum up the little clippings with a dust buster, and nobody knows I did it. So there you go. Oh, well, wow. And then they look amazing. at your feet, and they're like, how often is she clipping her fucking toenails? Yeah. Now that's all Taylor's going to do whenever I see her is look at my nasty toenails. I know. That I'm excited. So God forbid you ever, like, write a book or something. Yeah. <laughs> Just- <laughs> We'll have to go and be like, excuse me, could you remove my toenails from their little sockets in my toes? <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Really bad. I love how weird this episode is. Um, okay, wait, I do have a question before we go, although we could just obviously keep spiraling into this my strange addiction cyclone for I forever. I love it is I know that you were on Nick Vial's podcast, Nick Vial of the Bachelor franchise, crazy dude who's been on it more times than I can count. Um, And you like called in and you got relationship advice. What was that like? And was it funny? And did you watch The Bachelor before doing that? Did you have any context of who he was? 
No idea. I had no idea who he was. My friend does a <laughs> podcast with him. I had no, I've never watched The Bachelor. I have no fucking idea. So I'm like, wow. I was like, yeah, dude, I was like super in the dark about that. But my friend does a podcast with him. And I don't even remember why. I think I was like going through a breakup at the time. And she's like, do you want to be on my podcast with this guy, Nick? I was like, sure, whatever. And we did it. And he gave me he talked a lot over me, so I don't even really remember, like, the <laughs> advice. He, he asked me, like, one thing, and then he just, like, talked, and I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, That's funny. That makes a lot of sense. That yeah, checks out yeah. for who we know him to be. <laughs> and Alyssa yeah, recently I, saw him running in Venice. Yeah. Oh, does he live, oh what, do you live in Venice? I do, yeah. He was oh, running down okay. Abikini, which is like a real choice of like, I want to be seen running with my shirt Absolutely. off. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And he wasn't yeah. wearing a mask. And I I understand if you need to run without a mask on, if you're not, you know, near people, that's totally fine. Abikini, there's always people there. So that's a real- So many people. Very reckless choice. Um, Did he, did you go on the podcast and he was like, let me give you advice about relationships. Was that the situation? He gave me relationship advice about- the guy that I had been dating because I was like I'm heartbroken what do I do and he's like well what happens and I like told him and he was like oh yeah he's not gonna be with you and I was like okay and then he like just went on and on and on <laughs> so it's a section it. of the podcast where people call in with like relationship advice oh, which see. is so ironic to me that that is coming from Nick by all of all people who's fucked um, up every relationship he's been in on the bachelor yeah colossally oh, really? yeah just yeah. so really? hardcore and he's so been, I, yeah he's been on the bachelor like more times than anyone I think maybe mm -hmm. except for Claire who's gonna be our bachelorette this season for a little bit um and he He's managed to fuck up every single time he's been on The Bachelor, including when he was The Bachelor and had his pick of every <laughs> single person and still couldn't manage to make it work. I don't remember what we talked about at all. I just remember the feeling of being like, I don't think I liked that. And then my friend just been like, sorry, I, I don't know. And I was like, uh. Gabby, where can people find you on Instagram? Um, Honey, my Instagram handle is Gabby Lambie, L-A-M-B-Y, G-A-B-B-Y, L-A-M-B-Y. And then what is your art Instagram? It's Gabby Lamb Art. I just got an iPad, so I'm teaching myself how to fucking, like, illustrate and animate. Very excited. <gasps> Fuck That's yeah. Cool. Gabby is a, a beautiful portrait of me that I have in my bathroom, and it's the fucking best. Aww. And I look at it every day. And I Guess what else it is on in, Instagram. in your bathroom? Or it might be a different bathroom. There's also a picture of me <laughs> in her bathroom. So great. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's very true. So I, um, my bathroom decor is on point. Thanks to these lovely yeah. ladies. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us and having your vitamins and spilling the tea. Uh, this was so fun and weird. And I can't wait to get text messages from Alyssa later while she's watching people drink blood. <laughs> oh my God, I can't wait. This has been so cute. It's been so cute. <laughs> so cute.